Dad moved to the hills when I could barely walk or talk. He cleared a stand of cedar, built a home of native rock. Now my daddy is a lawyer, but the daddy I recall wore boondock boots and a khaki shirt and a sweat-stained farm straw. And his dreams are in the hills and the limestone rim rock cedar breaks home of the deer and the whippoorwill seep spring down by the canyons thick with yopon open hill daddy's dreams are in the hills regarding parkland or something like that uh what what was your what was your feeling about any kind of public Property I, I, did, I figured that the lots that we made were big <laughs> enough for everybody to have their own park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we never thought about parkland at all. And then you always run into this. You've got an expense on parkland, and you have the people that you don't want using them, using them all the time. They come out, and, 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 and it, it's an awful thing to, to, to have a home and then have a, what you call a public park and then have things happen in them at night that, that destroy your, 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 life, your, your home, home like attitude. So we, we, we've always discouraged parks. Mm -hmm always discourage them mm -hmm. and let people uh, have their own part. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, uh, you know, they talk about this bird situation. We have a lot more birds, every kind. They're, these that they're trying to, they still call it an endangered species, there's a lot more of them living here now since people have built their homes on one acre. They all want birds there, they all want deer. The best friends the endangered species have, except worms, and we not we never have been in, enthused about having worms as endangered, uh, preserving them. But the the black cheek the the black cheek or the golden cheek warbler and the, the black cat cat vireo, we have ten times as many birds there now as we had thirty years ago when we had cedar birds. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just if people will if they'll let people build and, and keep their home, they're they that's the best friend the their birds and everybody that's what people come out here for. They come out for trees, they come out for the wildlife. All of them got pet pets. Is that yeah? That's that's a that's an important point. The the folks that have bought out here, and, and some of them paid an awful lot for it. What what would you say are, are the main attractions, the main motivations for, for somebody to live on the peninsula? Well, of course, most of them we sell scenery, mm -hmm. and and then the, the, along with the scenery are the trees and 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 the, and, and the wildlife and, and and the atmosphere. Now we've created an atmosphere. We have had something to do with that. We have got people to believe, and then our school. Now, our school was, uh, I'll tell you what happened. I, I was on the school board in 1953. It's the first time that the Cedar Choppers family didn't run the school. Dr. The, the Bishop Hines, who was down at St. Stephen's School, they, they, they didn't have a, a, a ward school. They, they started at about middle school. And so the faculty members over there, they had children that needed to go to first, second, third, and fourth grades. And there's no place to put them. Mm -hmm. And so we all got together, the so-called good people, what we called it, and and Bishop Hines was at the meeting. He said, now, if we'll all send our kids to any school the same time, then we'll upgrade it to our level. Mm -hmm. Well, of course, the, the other people were, were some of the finest people in the world, these city choppers. But when I was on the school board, the kids would come to school with lice in their head. Mm -hmm. And the teacher would have to comb their heads and... And, and they told me, said, Mr. Sheldon, it doesn't do any good to comb their head. And they go home and catch it again. Said, we've got to do something to stop it in their homes. Well, I was their lawyer, most of them, and their friends. And so we decided to have, uh, uh, to have the, 
the county health officer out to look at all of our homes, including mine, mm -hmm. and see how we could stop this infestation. They didn't. They were helpless. They didn't know what to do about it. And so they went in and told them how to stop, and we stopped it. But all our kids started to school at that time. My younger son, Pope, went into school, and Gordon Fowler is, is that group and, uh, of kids, and they're all 50 years old now. But uh, they started to school, and the, what I want to tell you, that this year, sometime in June or July, the White House had a, a ceremony in which Westlake, our Ain School was picked as one of the seven best schools in the United States. Mm -hmm. Now that's what we've come up from in 50 years, mm -hmm. 30, uh, 35 years. Mm -hmm. But see what happened. That, uh, we, th th this, uh, these held infested with the university professors, high class people, mm -hmm. and infested with <laughs> the bank presidents. And, and people, they, uh, they have good taste, we think. Mm -hmm. And they come out here and live, and, and that does affect the community. It, it brings you, uh, it upgrades your community. When you look at the, at uh, uh, what the end school is, uh, what the Westlake High School is doing, the the athletics and the the, uh, the band and things that they're, they're doing a good job. But we think they're spending a whole hell of a lot more money than they ought to. I think <laughs> they could do a better job if they wanted to. I think. But just the same, this community is is outstanding in the United States. Mm -hmm. It really is. is and, did you have that vision when you know by by the time your mother said uh, said this is going to be no, no, I did. All we all we saw was from one day to the next. Mm -hmm. You just do uh, every day, get a little better and a little better, and things will take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. It just it, it but but and and that was I guess an overall dream. But my God, you the, if if I had seen, I tried to foresee what has happened in this community. If I tried to foresee that 55 years ago. I would have been so discouraged I wouldn't have done anything. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Mm -hmm. You just can't see that far ahead. Yeah. And there are a lot of things that, that you don't have any control over. And after all, you you can't, you you ought not to. Everybody else has put, got their input into this thing. Mm -hmm. They all wanted to make their home. And it's done me more good to see other people take it and do what they wanted to do with it. And that's the reason that we haven't been too tight on, on having uniform housing. Now, when a man buys a, a woman buys a house and wants to put their home, they, they got their ideas about what's pretty and what's not pretty and what's mm -hmm. what color it ought to be and this that and the other. And Josh and I discuss that, and we we don't like a, a lot of things that some of them are doing. And we sit down and discuss it, and and we have a right under our architectural committee to to make them put ever whatever color we want to do whatever we want to without any of their say so. Mm -hmm. We have complete control, and and many of the time that they don't realize how close they come to. Letting our prejudice get in the way of, of, of their wishes, but we have on some of them. What, what about the case just this week, or maybe last week, of uh, the uh, folks that wanted to put in a discount store over there at 360 and DK? Dorth and I discussed that, and we're right with Henrietta Dick. That's not the community that we wanted. Mm -hmm. We just first place if they just look ahead. And of course, the people that's doing it, they're out there making make a dollar and get gone, mm -hmm. and that's what they're going to do. But then think what's going to happen to the BK Road. And, and we're, we're stymied there. That BK Road is as big as it ought to be or ever will be, mm -hmm. and it's clogged up right now. Mm -hmm. Why should we want to encourage a lot of people to come from other parts of town up our BK Road to buy something that they can buy somewhere else? Mm -hmm. it's, it's just not that important to us. And we, uh, our sales tax right now is supporting the city. Mm -hmm. We don't have a, a, a bad volume tax of any magnitude at all. Mm -hmm. And why should we? Of course, it it it'll double our income. Then what do we do? Put a bunch of people to work. Just pushing the pencil because there's nothing else to do. 
But Henrietta Jackson got the exact, and she's had the dream. She was our mayor. She'd been out here for since 1930, I guess since we organized the town. Mm -hmm. I organized it in 1953. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's, uh, I'll just tell you a, a story that happened that you might not have heard. There's an old boy named uh, uh, Randall Eldridge. It was uh, lived out here then, lived down on the on the just on that ridge just back of where the uh, uh, Tom Thumb store is now. His daddy owned the Sugarland Industries in Sugarland, multimillionaire, mm -hmm. and he inherited it all. His his daddy had uh, was an old man, and and his mother was a school teacher there, and the old man fell in love with her, and and, and he was a, a child later on. But anyway, he had what he needed. So we had this election to to, to see whether we we're going to form a village of West Lake Hills, and so old Randall was going to be the election judge. And so we, his job was to see that it was a 100% vote. <laughs> and so I come down at, at noon, I won't tell about it, but he had his, his man up there didn't know how to read and write, and he wanted him to vote, so he got it wrong. And, and Randall was awful upset about it. Going to vote. I told him, well, you're the judge, you do something about it. So he figured out that he'd, he'd lose the ballot, and then made him come vote again. So he did that. It was wrong, of course. And then that night, well, the... Uh, the newspaper reporter was out from the Austin American, and they were jealous of this, these uh, uh, bedroom cities, Cities, you know. They didn't want uh, Austin flanked where they couldn't expand. And so we were, the votes had been counted, and, and finally this newspaper reporter said to old Randall, said, now you're the marshal. You got elected marshal of this town that you got. said, you don't have any jail. said, what you going to do if somebody violates the law? Old Randall said, by God, I'll hang him. <laughs> that characteristic. Now, he had an answer right quick, by God, I'll hang him. We've had good law enforcement. Really, most of our people settled their own differences right when it happened. If you did something wrong, somebody beat hell out of you, and that's the end of it. You're doing well to walk away from them. How did, back in the in the mid-70s when the city uh, hired Ian McCarr and his, his folks to come here and do the Lake Austin uh, growth management plan, how did you, you feel about that? We've had our, our plans have been so far ahead of the cities all along. Mm -hmm. we, we've been way ahead of them, way ahead of them. And, and we have, when you look back at our city council members, our school board members, our water board members, of course the class of people that we have living out here, like I say, they're all university professors. God, you can hire them to do the job that they're doing for nothing. Mm -hmm. And you look at the people that we have here as, as, as our officials, working for nothing. They're above, by far, the rank and file of what the rest of the people have. Mm -hmm. And that's one reason we have good government. Mm -hmm. Now, it's just, it's, it's, there's no question but what that's true. Mm -hmm. I've read some things that I haven't quite understood about the 1971-72 the business of, of, uh, of Westlake Hills, ETJ, and, and the things that happened around there. That, was that when we had our lawsuit? I think so, yeah. Well, you see, when, when I uh, drew the plans, and I have the originals here of, of the city of Westlake Hills, the law was that you couldn't have more than six, uh, 1,280 acres, that's two sections, mm -hmm. and you had to have 200 uh, residents living within that area. Well, of course, we weren't concentrated here. <clears throat> we, we'd, uh, they'd build all up and down the roads, and so <clears throat> I had to gerrymander the, 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 the map to get them, get, get them in here. And I, I did it one night, and so uh, when I gerrymandered it going up the lakeside, I, I went across a part of the city of Austin. Uh -huh. And I wasn't enough of an near to know that. But anyway, uh, then uh, I drew all the plans, the addition that took place from then on. I, I'd... I'd uh, Give an ordinance after we got organized, then they could take in land without, uh, by just ordinance. 
And so they finally took in all of my land. See, they wiped out, knock off a little piece, and old Tom Taylor, the mayor, makes a, makes a joke about it. He said that, uh, that he wanted to run for office here at one time, or, or I wanted him to run or something when he lived up on Redbud Trail, and, and, uh, and he said, well, Emmett, I'm not in the city. He showed me the map, and he said, I took a pencil and drew him in. I said, now you are. And that's just about the way it was. I could get an ordinance passed whenever I wanted to because I was the head of the zoning commission, and, and, and that was a kind of I had a conflict of interest, but my conflict of is all my land. And I, uh, uh, <coughs> but that's the way we did it, by restriction. Mm -hmm. See, up until then, I did I kept this a residential area by, by deed restriction, mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and I did, did a good job of it. And so, uh, the, uh, but... Uh, we had a, a lawsuit. See what it did? In order to keep all the peninsula area from getting into the city of Austin, I run a, a little shoestring all the way around the peninsula and back down on the other side of the Roy Ranch. Uh, uh, so Davenport was in it, was, was in this peninsula, just a, a vacancy out in there. Mm -hmm. And so we figured that in time, Westlake Hill wouldn't nibble it up and nibble it up because the city couldn't get across our barrier. Mm -hmm. And so then... The city brought a suit, and this fellow Thompson, he owned that land out there, so he was involved in it, had a what you call a justiciable interest in it, and so we filed a lawsuit to break that thing up because uh, it was illegal, because uh, we'd, we'd had hiatus in it. We had, because when we went across Bee Creek, we took in some of the city of Austin's land, mm -hmm. and we won the lawsuit. I was on the, I was against the city of Westlake here at that time. and. Uh, and, and so was Sterling Hollow, and we won the lawsuit. And so uh, that, that, that put them to where the city of Austin then would have control over all the financial areas. You, you opposed Westlake Hill's ETJ then. Yeah, what, yeah. what was your reason for it? Because know. they were going to run my land. They are going to run my land and everybody else. They, they, they were going to take over and, and, uh, my, the jurisdiction that I had. Oh, and Westlake so Hills. It, 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 yeah, they, and they didn't have as much involved in it as I did. I owned the land, and I wanted to say what happened to it, mm -hmm. and they didn't, and they just wanted to, wanted to run it. Just thinking about <clears throat> everything that's gone on here in the last 50 years, what what would you say would be the the, the high point, the, 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 your, 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 the thing you're proudest of uh, in Westlake Hills and in the peninsula? Well, you, you, you can't put it on any one thing. It's the whole development. It's a, it's a picture that took a long time to paint, and the realization is not here now. Your fruition is, is there, but we've, we've got it in place to where people realize that actually, from a practical standpoint, they make more money out of their land if they'll do what's right with it. People will pay for what's, what, what they get, and we... Uh, we never did go on that basis. We, but, but like we say, we call it the anti of Bitches Association. <laughs> and if we can analyze that before they buy, then they don't get to buy. But and it, uh, it still is the anti of a bitch Association. Yeah, if we thought a person was not make a good neighbor to <laughs> those that's already in here, then we discourage them from coming. Mm -hmm. And you can do it by price, if no other way. Are there any things that, that you would have done differently? I'm sure there are, but I try to forget them. <laughs> so. I, I, overall, I think that we have, I, 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 way back in the beginning, I said I want to have the largest exclusively residential area in the state of Texas. And the way, if you figure, from, from the BK Road and from the Tom Ella Dam uh, west, all the way to the whole peninsula, 
the only commercial ad adventures are those that's back in uh, beyond the country club area. Mm -hmm. We've got four or five thousand acres of, of land. It's contiguous, counting mm -hmm. the wild basin area that is residence. Mm -hmm. And you won't find a situation like that anywhere in the United States, I don't believe. Daddy's dreams are in the hills. Daddy's dreams are in the hills.